0: One podcast, mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is The Howling Salt Mine. It's The Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt
1: Mine.
0: back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast, the podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community. We find the saltiest stories, the saltiest posts, we put them in our mine cart, and we bring them right back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined with my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say so, hey, guys. What up, what up, what up? Hey, guys. And before we go any further... Into the mine. We're gonna I don't know why I said it that way. I you know say, why I said yeah, it that way? I do not
2: know I why do not know. you said it that way.
0: I, I, I literally said it that way so I could buy time while I bring up this file. You know we gotta shout them out, our nice tier patrons. And this week we have Alex Ballocks, Cream Bean, Hephaestus bolts Prime Speaker Florian, Yef Judge accidental tpk royal flood and digi mans thanks for being so nice yeah thanks everybody he's so nice he's so kind thank you thank you keeping the lights on over in uh howling salt mine uh in the mine in the mine yeah down in there providing the kerosene for our lamps are we using kerosene
3: that's got to be an osha issue it's a fucking mine (laughs) it still exists (laughs) oh
2: it's definitely an osha issue don't don't you worry about that but, you know, that's what we do.
0: Yeah, I, I will say it was probably an error on our part to put the headquarters of Howling Salt Mine in the mine. Like, it could have <laughs> been at the entrance of the mine, but, like, for some reason...
2: Where's we the fun in that, in there, you, know? you know? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, we, we needed the the reverb, the natural
0: reverb, for our recording sessions. Yeah, that's true. And the humidity is perfect for my dewy skin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, so I
0: just got back from SCG con Hartford.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell us about that.
0: And it was it was super, super fun. So I, I zipped down for the day, Uh, you know, just a little convention. If people don't know what SCG con Hartford is Star City Games, it's their like line of conventions that they do throughout the year. And They just so happen to have one in Hartford, Connecticut. So the best part about it is that it was super, super close. A bunch of my friends were there. And it was free entry, which was pretty fucking dope. Yeah, that's cool. Or like everybody? Yeah, it's just free entry. I mean, if you want to do events and stuff, you got to pay. And there's like a command zone. Who does those? (laughs) You know, I was just there to jam games and pal around with friends. So I shot down just for a day. Alan was going to be there. Our buddy CJ from the Ramp Gang was coming up from New York. And our buddy Useless Knowledge, John, uh, who, you know, Mike, Tony, you haven't had a chance to yep. meet John yet, but John's super, Correct. super cool. And he was coming up from New Jersey for the day. And a bunch of other friends were there. Like Ian was there, Comedian MTG, Lewis Stardust was there. People drove up from Philly. So, you know, I was able to chill with them and stuff. So I get down there and immediately we just rip an awesome CDH game. So I wanted to talk about this because it has like literally one of the craziest ends to a CDH game I've witnessed. So I'm on... Nick's Animar Bossa's deck. DOSA's
2: Oracle demonic consultation win.
0: No, no, no. You Just you wait. Just you wait. What are you, a casual? Come on. <laughs> Every game ends with DOSA's Oracle. Uh, well, this one, we'll, we'll see.
1: I'm going to be eating my words.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So so I'm playing Nick's Animar deck because last time we all hung out, he left it and, uh, and Alan snagged it. So I'm just, you know, doing Animar things. Super fun. John is on, uh, let's see, he's on a Malcolm Bruce Tarl build, which is pretty fun. And I'm playing with Cop Cop, who's a, a creator also known as Steven. And Steven is on an Amanatu deck, which was mm-hmm. really interesting. One of uh, one Pervert Alchemist's lists, one of Kai's lists. And then we're playing with one of our new friends for the weekend. Their name was Montana. They're playing a Sakashima list. It didn't matter.
2: Fuck them, right? They actually fourth player. (laughs) Dude,
0: all four players mattered this game a lot. So, you know, the game's getting long in the tooth. We're going around. Uh, It's like late turns. I have a pretty dope board state. I tried to do the ancestral statue combo, but got blown out with some well-timed removal, but I was able to get like a slappy hands on board. Uh, You know uh, what? What is that thing? Wandering Archaic. Yeah, wandering archaic on board. So I had like a pretty good like setup going on with like protection and you know copying spells and shit like that. John goes for the win, miscounts his mana, poor guy, and does not just is like one red mana shy from doing the Glenhorn Buccaneer combo with Malcolm. And then it goes to Steven's turn, and Steven just passes. And earlier in the game, Steven played a Aether vial. Now, if you don't know what Aether Vial is, I will read it. Great card. Really, really interesting card. So Aether Vial is a one-mana artifact. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a charge counter on it, and then you can tap it, and you can put a creature card with mana value equal to the number of charge counters on Aether Vial from your hand onto the battlefield. So he had played it earlier, and we were sort of like, why is that in the list? And he kind of talked about it. He's like, I'm still not sure why this is in the list, but I just didn't want to make any changes off of Kai's list, so... You know, we're just kind of doing things. He had played Aminatu earlier and and it got removed. So and he's just sort of not in like a great board state. So it gets over to the Kark Sakashima player's turn and they're going off. They get a Jeska's Will and Jeska's Will with Kark Sakashima is like pseudo Adnaz, basically. Like you're just getting so many cards, getting a shit ton of mana, feeding that back in, recasting it. Like you're hoping to get a copy, get a copy back to your hand and, you know, basically just like go crazy with value. So they're mm-hmm. popping off. We're getting some well-timed counterspells in, but not really enough to stop, but like enough to like slow down. So at a certain point, Steven is like, I do have some interaction that I could use. I have a demonic consultation to go like look for something. And we're kind of talking about like when the timing would be right for that. So we get into this crazy stack battle. There's like Crark and Sakushima triggers on the stack. Classic. There's like a ton of copied triggers because of my wandering archaic. John is like ripping. Oh, right. <laughs> John had like three draw oh, engines no. on board and was just ripping all of his interaction. So the stack gets like heavy. So at this point, Montana needs to get another counterspell and has like 10 cards in exile. And it's just like, okay, I have two cards in hand, 10 cards in exile. I don't even care about the cards in hand anymore, but I need blue mana because they had so much red, but no blue. So they crack an LED to discard their hand. And then they go to cast a Minds Desire because Storm Count was like 12 or 14 or something crazy. So basically, like, they were about to value to a point where they are going to win the game. Cast a Mind Desire. They all go on the stack. And Steven is like, I think now is my opportunity. And we were like, yeah, definitely. Steven cast Demonic Consultation. And we were like, sweet. And Steven's like, does that resolve? And we were like, yeah, yeah, that resolves. They're like, what are you going to name? And Steven's like, I name... Black Lotus or whatever, like just name something that wasn't in their deck, exiles their entire deck, activates the Aether Vial, and puts a thassa's Oracle into play. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was like we were just like, "Oh, that's why it's in the deck." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's doing in there. It was, it was the cheekiest win, like to, to just. Flash and a Thassa's Oracle on top of this crazy thing. So yeah, sure, the game did end in a Thossa's Oracle, but holy
2: shit, man, the style points were it's like through the, journey. the roof. It's about exactly. how you got there, not uh, exactly. where it was. So wait, just to clarify, it was Oracle. Demon Consultation.
3: And Vial. I think you're taking the wrong you're taking the wrong moral of the story here Tony.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was double to tell checking, you. you know, from a little bit earlier when I was like Actually making a joke and then it actually was just <laughs> the- Well, that's why <laughs> I, I
0: kind of started to bite my tongue earlier because <laughs> I realized that oh wait, it does actually end that way. <laughs> but there's an aether vial there too. How often do you see that? But very, just very another
2: rarely. CDH player fucking playing <laughs> Boss's Oracle Demonic Consultation. Man,
0: are you just reading playing with power comments on YouTube right now? <laughs> that's, that's what people say all the time, dude. Uh love that. The rest of the day, uh, you know, we were just jamming games. I got to hang out with Captain Kroz, our lovely patron who was was up in the area. And we like chilled and and had a really awesome game where he crushed me with Earl, the Miss Stalker. I also got to play with Snapcaster V, who's a new patron of ours and and has just been somebody that I keep bumping into on Twitter and in discords and stuff. Had an awesome time jamming with Vaughn. And then uh, who else did we see? Also got to see um, casual EDH enjoyer who is a friend on Instagram and a very very early like day one Howling Salt Mine fan and uh, dude he just he like lost his mind when he saw me and and flipped out and gave me big hugs and made me feel really really cool so <laughs> shout out shout out to you dude does he uh, does he have a timestamp oh for from like when he that initial download yep down? I don't know I could probably because I don't believe it, it otherwise. I, can't I, want be early. Chase it back. I want proof. That's the only way. As much as he was excited to see me, he did say something about being glad that you weren't there, Tony. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it
0: was weird. It was kind of a weird comment, but I was like, was yeah, so that is weird. so yeah. to say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the other story I have, so I've been playing this emoji deck, right? I I've fucking talking about it so much. People have heard about it in like the last like five or six episodes. It was the Secret Santa, like Howling Saltmine Patreon deck exchange deck I got. I've been talking about it in regards to like how long the turns are, how I'm trying to become a better pilot with it, all this kind of stuff. So I'm playing it and we sit down in this pod and I'm like, you know, I want to play this and we're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, it's a $50 deck, but it's like pretty busted. And I will say I haven't lost a game with it yet. These are fucking cursed words that left my mouth, man. <laughs> I, I doomed myself in that You were just telling the truth, moment. though. That was truly the was. truth. I, I yeah. truly was. So we start playing and also like to even curse it further, we were having like a big conversation about mulligans and, you know, you know how I am. I was like, (laughs) completely cursed. I was like, well, you know, I would rather go down to five than keep a bad six and just like keep saying that shit. Right. Just totally setting myself up for failure and like a big dose of karma. So I do have to mulligan down to five and I don't want to go any lower. I end up having like two islands in my opener And I do have some like green ramp, but I just need to get to a forest. And I'm like, whatever. It's not a horrible hand. Like chances are I do hit a forest. I don't want to mulligan down to four. And I'd rather keep like a two land or five hand than like a, you know, zero land or four hand that could potentially be coming. So I play my Island. Things go around. I draw another Island. I play another Island. The turns continue to pass from turn one through six All I did was draw and play islands (laughs) and Uh and I and I continued to just top deck islands and literally did nothing that game. The last thing that happened was uh, John cracked a wheel. He had a mages of the wheel on board and he cracked it and I ditched my hand and drew a fresh hand. The first two cards I drew on that fresh hand two more islands. <laughs> and then I, I finally got a forest, and uh, I just lost that game. I got I got killed before I could literally do anything. Like the did game just shuffle, ended,
1: dude.
3: Yeah, dude <laughs> that like sounds awful. It
0: was it was like there was a stack of nine islands in a row in that deck. The one thing I did was counter something at one point. Like nice. I had a negate in hand and, you know, I was like, hey, I still affected the game, but I did literally nothing except play islands. And I was like, I fucking cursed myself. I was, I was bragging that I've never lost. I was <laughs> talking about the mulligan process and why I'm like, so, you know, high and mighty about it. And, all that <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> and I just got like, absolutely my comeuppance. Yeah. It was the worst performing I've ever had a deck. and And just like the biggest a deck has ever memed on me. By just giving me (laughs) island to the point where like the table was like, if you if you draw an island on the next turn, just find a forest in your deck and play it. You know, like like they wanted to break (laughs) the rules of the game to make me feel better about shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. But it was really, really funny.
2: Would you say that it made you um salty? Ooh. Ooh. Tony? Not really. Oh.
0: It was hmm. mostly just very funny. Well, what is huh. salt? Oh, wow! We're just
2: hitting it. We're just going right into it, huh? Yeah. How was that not? Salt? I had that fucking great transition, and then you gotta like know, come man. on me like this, that, like come on, okay. bro. It's this rare right. that that it's, it's actually quality. good. Yeah, it was
0: quality. I was there for it. Thank yeah.
2: you.
0: I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm not here for You're F, fucking trash. I'm here. Define it. <laughs> <laughs> salt is. Oh, first of all, thank you, Tony, for asking better I do yeah. appreciate that you did do a transition though I, I do <laughs> even though it wasn't great it wasn't
2: your best work but it's still pretty good you suck the fans at home are fucking cheering right now <laughs> they heard that transition and they're like god where is this the prodigal son has arrived <laughs> like... they're standing up from their chairs and just yes. plodding
1: <laughs> crashing
2: on the
0: highway Absolutely. standing up from their, their driver's seat Yeah. <laughs> hands <laughs> off the wheel going through the sunroof and clapping Yeah, for sure Salt is frustration in the game. Salt is when, you know, there's a mismatch of power at the table. Somebody's playing a Thassa's Oracle demonic consultation combo in your pre-con game. Salt is when your deck absolutely sucks and does not perform well. And you bragged a lot about how it's a good deck. And, uh, you know, the fates just wanted to prove you wrong. Salt (laughs) is maybe when someone's a little bit angry or the vibe is just off that can be like an example of little grains of salt nothing necessarily is bad in the game but things just feel off and a little Hmm. bit strange it's not a relaxed game it's tense salt can also be somebody just getting absolutely tilted scooping at instant speed and chucking their cards across the room you know we're really here to talk about the full range of salt because we like to think it's an umbrella term here in the howling salt mine so we're going to be talking about the little grains of salt all the way up to those big shakers of salt so we can Mm. learn from salt and hopefully not be salty
2: in a future game them big boy shakers big shaky shakes them big boy shakers (laughs) them shaky
0: shakes (laughs) (laughs) well should we get into it guys I got some stories here let's do it
2: lay it on me all
0: right I will I will lay it right on you
2: well actually hang give it one second let the people sit down from their you know oh yeah Yeah, they were just doing get back in the car yeah, yeah. Get in your carts, folks. Settle down. Yep. Re- re-rack your
0: weights if yeah. you're at the gym. And don't <laughs> drop them. <laughs> they were clapping with the weights in hand, dude. Just <laughs> That's how like you get swole, bro. got weights like... together. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> Ten sets of uh, heavy applauds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So this first one comes to us from our friend Dan, and this is a website submission. From our beautiful, lovely website, howlingsaltmine.com, or the that can be where you submit your shit. So we read it on the show. Submit your stories. We don't need any
3: other kind of submissions. <laughs> fair, yeah, that is fair. Don't don't mail us anything. <laughs> yeah, no, just don't. Be,
0: yeah, I think that's a, an offense, <laughs> a criminal offense, man. Um, and this post is titled "My Way of Dealing with a Cheater," and it goes. Hey guys, longtime listener and first time caller love the podcast. And I've got a half salty story, half salty confessional Hmm. for the last few months. We've had a player who comes to regular commander nights only when a specific member of our group can attend as their longtime friends. I started suspecting some issues after more than a few unnaturally good starts to games. And on another game night in back-to-back games, there was a timely fetch crack during an upkeep, and they ripped the exact perfect card off the top of their library during the draw step. Normally, I'd shake it off as bad beats, but during one of these games, I was told, I don't like your decks, so I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure you don't win. Oh. <laughs> I was saltier than a Long John Silver's fryer after a long day. Mm, so yes. I watched and waited and it kept happening. So I'd had enough of being my nice, jovial self in games with him. That brings us to our most recent game night. After four games of issues, for example, turn one soul ring in three out of four games, catching miss payments for spells, and even an accidental draw two during a draw step. Oh, accidental, huh? That is like, that's not something that that's happens That's not possible. No. Yeah. <laughs> You don't pick up two cards and you're like, feels like one card. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like one card, too. Can't believe I drew two one cards.
2: (laughs) It's like sometimes I think on a very rare occasion, I've like knocked a card off the top of the deck. But I've never drawn two cards into my hand and been like, whoops. (laughs) Yeah, like the act of drawing a single card. I don't know.
0: Like you would you would just it'd be so obvious that a second one came in. Unless you got really
2: sticky sleeves. Oh, those sleeves are just stuck together. Yeah, <laughs> it does
0: say that they were eating uh, honey um just yeah. out of a
2: out of a pot like poo right. bear.
0: So, you know, a little smackerel of honey on there. Fucking Pooh bear. Don't bother. No bother. <laughs> I'm going to say that whenever I get salty now no bother. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's keep going. So after all this crazy cheating, he pulled out his Paco and Halden partners deck, insisting that it wasn't that kind of deck. Hey, it is though. <laughs> in short, it was that kind of deck. And he had another turn one soul ring and powered out a Paco that was hitting for 10 plus. I was playing my General Ferris Rock all gold spells deck and had a decent board. Oh, Nick built a deck like that. That's a really cool one. To make a shit ton of golems. After an all out swing out at the life game player to bring his life back within striking distance, I was left open for attacks with three cards in hand as the player started his turn. I mused man, I can't believe that I didn't leave any blockers up for Paco. I think you can kill me if you've got an extra combat spell. He <laughs> smiled. And... <laughs> so normally I don't pre-read these. I have read this one, so I'm adding some inflection that I know, I know is leading. <laughs> a little it's foreshadowing, you know? Yeah. yeah. He smiled and said, well, that wasn't the plan, but now that you say it, and he looked nervously around the board. So I reiterated, Yeah, I guess the thing is, I have enough power on board to kill you on my next turn, so I understand the attack. He relented and swung away with Paco, 13 commander damage, extra turn spell, and Paco swings in again for another 16, and all would be said and done. And I say, before damage, I cast deflecting palm, choosing Paco, and redirect it back at you. (laughs) (laughs) He sat for a second in silence. You baited me into that attack, didn't you? All I said was, yep. And the table laughed and he was (laughs) beside himself, (laughs) bubbling under the surface. I feel like that was unfair. Can I change targets the second time? Ha! No, the resources have been spent and the information has been given and all that. It's tough breaks. Taking the hit put me sub 10, so I just had to go for it. Thrilling discovery, rip a chance for glory off the top and Winota in those cards. Cast both and swung away, rip some nice cards off the top, and kill the table just in time. Was I a bad person for baiting the attack? Probably. Do I regret giving in to the salt? Absolutely not. P.S. Still in the camp that bad-slash-cheating magic is better than no magic, so I haven't come forward to many others about this player yet. Love you guys. Keep up the salty work wow it's a
3: great post and then they drop that bombshell of a of a take at the end too yeah there's yeah. so much to talk about yeah <laughs> I,
0: I think i'd rather just sit around and talk than play a bad game of magic like there's a lot of shit i'd do than than play against a cheater you know what i mean mm. yeah
3: unless the cheater is cheating to make the game funnier than maybe like if they're if they're cheating all their group hug stuff into play, like whatever, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it gives Mike so. an
3: advantage. he's yeah. like, then it's okay if I can take advantage of it. No, I don't think you're bad for baiting stuff. I think like people are sometimes a little reluctant to use politics with people they don't know super well or mm-hmm. or like have just played within a public setting, which is just kind of fair. I think it's like kind of awkward, but. There's nothing wrong with it too. Like you can totally yeah. do this. You can totally lead someone into thinking like that. And it's, it's relatively
2: innocent, you know, yeah. and sometimes like I'm not gonna, I definitely baited uh, someone in a pod before, but it was a five player pod. It was actually, I was playing at work <laughs> five player pod <laughs> and the person worked for me, actually. And <laughs> it literally was like, they they had enough on board to like kill Your me if they the hit
3: destruction me. Of they trust, had enough Tony. to kill
2: me on board And it was, like, going to be a a hard hit. It was one of those, like, he was going to swing in for, like, 20 damage, something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would have been killed. And I was like,
1: do it! (laughs) Fucking do it!
2: (laughs) Swing! And i get him to swing. And then I ink shielded. And I just, like, got, like, a bazillion uh, little inklings. But part of it, too, was, like, I was like, "Uh, we're going to be here for another, like, long while. I needed to go. And so I was like... Yeah, this is the right choice for life right now. (laughs) We'd already been there for a while. And so then I just ended it uh, after that turn, which was, I think, overall the best play to make. I think if you have those
0: types of cards that are intended to like turn around the state of the board, like deflecting palm, ink shield, comeuppance, things like that, like you do need to set it up a little bit. Like, I I don't think it's bad play to, or bad manners or anything like that to bait and attack in when you have an effect like that. Like, you want to look a little bit weak so that you can pull that surprise because those are gotcha cards and they're best played when there's a big payoff like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: It's like how they play. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. Angel Shield's a great one, man. Actually, at SCG Con, uh, Alan ink shielded me. I was attacking him with like a fully loaded up Rograk in my Rogue Rack Arden deck, and he hit an ink shield but I had a Leonin Shikari on board, so you can equip things at instant speed. <laughs> and I and I took all the equipment off of Rograk. I think I le- had to leave one on, so he got a single Inkling from
2: it instead <laughs> of, like, 14. It was, it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Ugh, that would be so sad. I would be so sad if I was going to do that. <laughs> it was so good,
0: dude. I was like, this card earned its place in the deck just yeah. by doing this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like we used to play with Brett all the time. We haven't talked about Brett in a long time. Um, Who was like the what sixth member of, of our group. And Brett consistently would play these Aikido decks where, you know, it's like using your opponent's force against them. And it was always packed with like disrupt quorum comeuppance, all of these different things that would like take a big juicy board state and flip it on its head. And, a a big part of it was looking like you were open looking like you were weak and waiting for that perfect time to cast those spells and I think if you politic a little bit and you know do a speech play as we like to say and and make that shit happen then that's totally valid and even better to do it to
2: someone who's a big fucking cheater and put them in their place you know what I mean yeah yeah maybe they just naturally drew that soul ring every time though who knows (laughs) so in stories like this I always
3: have to wonder like are people cutting decks in stores right i wonder and that too i feel like i always am doing cuts with people when i play yeah at cons and wherever because it's just kind of like i don't know it's like one of the fun parts of being able to play in person is you got this little ceremony
0: right where yeah. you, you finish the randomization like are people cutting that guy's deck yeah. and, and it's fun you you have to be like you know how, how often are we like give me a good one on this one or you know yeah. like i have tony cut it And then I draw my next hand and it's bad. And I'm like, you don't get to cut it anymore. And I have, like, cut it. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Like, there's, like, funny little superstitious moments you can have with people cutting your decks. You also can just be the one that initiates it. And you can pop your deck over on their mat and be like, give me a cut. Yeah, and then totally. nine times out of ten I think people respond in kind and are just like okay yeah you can cut my deck too or yeah. ask you to cut their deck like it's like the natural order and to be honest if somebody doesn't do that then I'm kind of like well you know maybe you are cheating like what's going on yeah.
0: usually if someone doesn't let me cut or they already have a hand I just make a joke I'll be like well if you win we know why because you didn't let anyone cut your deck Yeah. <laughs> and then if they're cheating and they do win then it's you know you can, you can really lean back on that joke be like hey remember that thing i said <laughs> yeah for sure so first of all you know i think we're all like in accordance here i think this is totally fair play you did the right thing like this is this is fine i do want to stress that you should probably talk to your group about your suspicions of this person cheating yeah like especially if you have that much ammo about it like the 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 draw drawing two cards in the draw step we talked about it earlier but that's the one that sticks out To me, the most like mispaying for spells, maybe that's that happens sometimes. Turn one soul rings, you know, it's whack to have. He said three out of four games, and after the story, it's really four out of five five games. Like, that's crazy odds for that to happen, but could potentially happen. But the other things, like, unless this person's is playing so sloppy, it just seems like pretty obvious cheating. I don't know. Yeah, I would push you to talk about it with your friends, you know, if you have that much ammunition about it for sure.
2: You
3: you can mention it. It doesn't sound like this is someone that the poster what are we calling
2: it these days? Postee? The, the postee? The submitter. <laughs> the submittee. <laughs> the sub. The <laughs> sub. <laughs> the sub of this DOM relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I mean, I I think caller is fair. Uh, people people have said caller, caller. Um, he he literally oh, says, shit. "Longtime listener, Long time, first, time first time caller." So okay. I mean, I guess
2: best pick up the phone, bro. Like <laughs> I, I ain't got no call right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like it doesn't sound like the uh, the caller here knows this person too too well. Just like yeah. plays the the odd game with them. So sometimes it's not worth it. Like if this is a person you see like five times in your life, like you know once every yeah, but they're like, cheating two every months. time you
2: see them like you're kind of like
3: <laughs>
0: then you start cheating <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't do no that. no wait i can counter their cheating if i cheat <laughs> yeah you're yeah. right sam thanks yep. then no one's
3: cheating <laughs> exactly. you just playing
2: a different game
3: just play a yeah. turn
0: one soul ring and a turn two soul ring yeah
3: now yeah. that's what i'm talking just about play a
0: tinker or a grizzle brand Yeah, just tinker for your soul ring on turn one after you cast with a Black Lotus. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I I see where you're getting, Mike. Like, with someone who is on the fringe of your playgroup, it might not even be worth bringing it up because you just see that person so rarely. And like you said, the occasional bad game of Magic maybe isn't so bad. I think if this was happening to me every single week, pretty quickly I'd
2: be like, I don't want to play with this dude or every game.
3: If it's truly every game with someone, yeah, every
2: game is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it gets pretty intolerable pretty quick. I don't know. There's a balance to you not having a salt ring every single time you play, right? Like, yeah, it it just takes some of the the fun out of it. Not to mention
0: the dishonesty about the Halden and Paco power level, which we didn't even comment on. Like, there's just a lot of bad. (laughs) There's just a lot of like bad behaviors and manners in this post from this one player. I don't know. I would just not really want to play with them as much as I could. Yeah. What do we think about the salt rating here on this one?
3: It's like borderline sugar break. The cheater gets their due. Like, that's pretty nice. I love that. (laughs) There's some salt in the fact that there's a cheater to begin with, but it's mostly counted out.
2: Yeah. Deflected,
3: if you will. I, I was gonna say
2: i love me a good deflecting bomb dude <laughs> yeah such a good card especially with how commander plays nowadays there's a lot of like this one thing does like a shitload of damage to you yeah it's like a super powerful card i love those types of cards they're probably like my favorite in magic to be honest
0: yeah i get blown out with Rafik a lot with those cards <laughs> and like, yeah
2: like that that does happen And it's kind of this game of like when I get if I get blown out by something like that, it always kind of feels good. Like it feels bad, but it's like if I was doing it, I was like, (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill you right now. I've got like 30 damage coming at you from this one source. Like this is the thing. And then they're like deflecting palm question mark. He's like, (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it, it definitely feels 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 like fair play. You're just like, yep, yep, Yep. you did it. You got me. Like, that's it, man. You know, it's like super fog. Not only did you stop the damage, you also fucked me up pretty hard. (laughs) Call an ambulance. Yeah, Mm. I love it. I just, I I agree. I think there's a lot of sugar here, specifically just the fact that they were like, can I change who I'm attacking with the second attack? And it's like, yeah, it's
2: like settle down no way dude we're at like deal damage step like
0: we're so far beyond that yeah i love that man
2: (laughs) tough breaks
0: (laughs) well give us another let's do another hell yeah uh so this one comes to us from reddit that's right folks from the edh subreddit and this one is coming to us from our buddy quantext609 so if you see quantext609 around the subreddits give them an upvote because you know the drill. We want to spread that goodwill, baby. Oh, oh whoa, a little <laughs> riff. <I'm> just ripping <laughs> a little riff on it. You know, feeling <laughs> a, little you know? loose, a little free tonight, you know? Going off script. Who said that about old dogs? <laughs> 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 oh, That's the oh, new no. trick for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this post is titled Kid Figures Out That Wearing Sauron's Ring Has Consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and the post goes, I was at a public commander night last night at my local LGS. I love that, man. Have you guys ever heard of this thing? It's called um RAS syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? No. Uh I feel like I have. RAS, RAS? syndrome RAS stands for repeated acronym syndrome. Oh. It's like ATM machine, Uh-oh. which is <laughs> RAS. <yeah. laughs> Did you call it RAS syndrome? It's literally called RAS syndrome. And RAS stands for repeated acronym syndrome. So it's read acronym syndrome (laughs) syndrome, like like the definition of it is in the name of it. It's so good. It's amazing. And and I'm guilty of this, too. I always say local LGS and it's like local, local gaming store. You know, your pin number, your personal identification number, number, (laughs) pin number is a good example, too. There's so many.
2: It's just like an LGS is like we know what it is, but like at the same time, like it's it's an entity of its own at this point, you know. It's redundant acronym syndrome.
0: Redundant acronym syndrome. Mm. Like DC Comics is another one because DC stands for Detective Comics. So it's Detective Comics Comics. LCD display, UPC code, all those kinds of things. PUBG Battlegrounds, I guess, is one too. (laughs) Because PUBG stands for Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anywho, let's, let's keep going. So I was playing at a commander night last night at my local LGS. I don't have a consistent play group yet, but there are a few people I like playing with there when they're present. Nice. I joined a group with one guy I knew and liked playing with and another who I didn't know but was friendly. Then a kid joined us, probably in his early to mid-teens, and we shuffled up. I was playing Archangel Avicen Control. The first guy was playing Enykthea, Hand of Erebus Enchantments. The other guy was playing Sliver Queen Slivers, And this kid was playing Dehada, Binder of Wills, Ring-Tempting. The little Ring-Tempting theme. Mm. Early on, the Dehada kid plays the One Ring, which I'm not surprised by. It's a good card. It fits into any deck, but it does have that consistent life loss. So Dehada kid starts activating the One Ring and drawing a lot of cards. But no one is making enough headway in the game to end it fast enough. Both Sliver Guy and Anichthia Guy had points where they were almost about to win before a board wipe stopped them. The game dragged out while Dahada Kid's life slowly ticked away. It got to the point where it was clear that the ring was becoming a problem. It had four plus counters on it and he was in the 20s with his life total. Dahada Kid had nothing that could exile or sacrifice the ring. So he started begging the other players to exile it for him. <laughs> we explained oh, to him. It's <laughs> uh, <that's> not going <laughs> to happen. That's <laughs> not going to happen, buddy. We explained to him th- that there wasn't any reason for us to remove the ring. But even if we did want to, we didn't have anything until the Enycthia guy played Seal from Existence. But he got rid of my Immortal Son instead, mm-hmm. which the Immortal Son was locking down Dahada. When that was eventually destroyed, Dahada Kid exiled Enycthia guy's massive graveyard and instantly regretted it because it permanently removed the one way that the ring could have been removed. By the end, he was desperate. He was activating the ring and got up to six counters by the end of the game he played call of the ring and we joked that we've been trying to call you about your ring's extended warranty it's not going away <laughs> Well, we occasionally threw some small creatures his way the ring was what killed him he groaned in frustration and left the table in a huff it was honestly one of the funniest mtg things i've ever seen because it was just like in the movies turns out that using the ring of sauron for short-term gain has long-term consequences and there's a little addendum here. Some people in the comments were confused about why the kid didn't use Dehada's ability to give a creature lifelink to stabilize his life total. And the reason was because I had the Immortal Sun out for most of the game and Dehada was a dead card while it was present. Got it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love when someone plays something really powerful and has their comeuppance. Like I love yep. when that karma slaps back, dude. It's it's yep. so
2: it's so it just feels so good. I feel like the classic is like dying to your mana crypt trigger. Oh, like dude, yes, yep. being That's held classic, held definitely. by it. Like it's sitting there, and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> like I've had that happen too many times.
0: I think one of the most memorable mana crypt deaths that we have in our play group. Uh, Nick was playing his Mogus God of Slaughter deck, which we've talked about a bunch. We haven't talked about it in a while. It's basically group slug. It's full of tons of like tax effects and discard, and it's just a real bummer of a deck fun to play makes the game (laughs) fast but it is strong so nick was playing it at one point and he had a mana crypt in it and of course you know we're playing casual it is high power but we tend to groan a little bit when someone drops a mana crypt in a casual game so we're groaning a little bit at nick and he's like what you know it's fine it's fine whatever and we move past it you know we get to the end of the game and nick just dies to his mana crypt trigger like it was it was so <laughs> close because we were all getting whittled away with like all these group slug things and i remember it got to his turn and he just kept losing crypt triggers he lost like i feel like he lost like 10 maybe not 10 triggers but he lost like i don't know like six or seven triggers that game yeah and and the last one was the thing that did him in it was so fucking funny it's also
3: kind of the thing where like his deck hurts people on their upkeep so yeah. it's like that last <laughs> turn was really critical like if he <laughs> if he lives everyone else takes a lot
0: on their all
3: yeah day. <laughs> really brutal
0: also things like descent to avernus and stuff like yeah. that are big now and nick is also running running that in some of his decks i think that might be mogus too i think is is a great card it is ramps everybody but does damage to everybody too and it's one of those things where like if you fly too close to the sun. Or if people hit you with some damage, there might be a point where you are way lower than everybody after that stuff triggers.
2: Yeah. yeah. I always think it's like kind of fun, though. It's like fun chaos when that shit's like happening and you're like, am I going to die to my own shit? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I feel like uh, Black Market Connections is another one of those ones, right? It's like, I think you can pay nine life for all of the different modes. I think it's six, three, two, and one life. Gotcha. But it's, like, foolish to not. Same thing with, like, an Ad-Nos. Like, half the time I'm poking at people because I want them to spend more of their life. But half the time I'm serious when I'm, like, (laughs) it's an Ad-Nos. Like, keep fucking going. Why is it in your deck if you're going to stop? Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the same with, like, Sylvan Library, you know? If you have a Sylvan Library in your deck, you should take the eight to, like, get that value and dig through. You know, generally speaking, you should at least be
2: taking four or eight. Oh, Sylvan Library, hundred percent. If you don't take eight, fucking take it out of your deck. Like get out <laughs> of unless here. you're gonna shuffle them
0: away. Maybe yeah. Then.
2: Ex- unless you have a way yeah, to shuffle sure. it away. Because yeah.
0: the thing is, if you don't if you don't take any of it with the Sylvan Library and you don't have any other card draw on board, you're gonna look at three cards, put two back. And the next turn, you're going to look at those same two cards again and just another card that's under it. Like it's it's a great way to just keep two kind of bad cards on top of your library and, yeah. and never draw yep. through them.
2: Yep, I've seen certain individuals definitely do that where they just like they don't pay and then like oh, yeah. they leave it there. And I'm like, fuck life in. is so hard to part with oh my god literally take it out of your deck you don't deserve it <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of that man there have been some times I know where... you are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know. there there's definitely
0: times where with Sylvan Library I mean you know sometimes if you do take eight one turn you take eight again the next turn you get to the turn after that and you're like I, I can't do this anymore because I have flown too close to the sun that I get you know what I mean like you've already got your value out of that card but yeah. it, it is like a funny thing those triggers man, I love the triggers that you you can't deny, you know, especially like yeah. damage triggers like sometimes those triggers that aren't a may and you're just forced to do it. It's like such a bummer. Like if you cast the Thassa's Oracle and have demonic consultation and you have no cards in your library, but you have an Esper Sentinel and someone is just like I uh, just cast whatever just to force you to draw a card and you lose. Yeah. Like
2: that. I feel like that happens more <laughs> frequently with fucking blue players because fuck blue players. I love, I love when a blue player has a forced draw on table and like draws themselves out and yeah. like loses because of it. Like, fuck you. That's what you get. <laughs> like a Tefiri's
0: <laughs> Ageless Insight and they just always have to yeah. draw two instead of one and they're like my deck's getting pretty small. And you're like, yeah, it really is. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> really quite low. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I feel like that would happen sometimes in Locust God when I was running it. The, there's like a couple of effects that are like either when a creature enters the battlefield, draw a card, mm-hmm. uh, or when you deal damage, like draw a card. And then if a creature enters the battlefield, you would monitor it. So like there was just loops that like I would just draw my whole deck unintentionally, And I had to be like, I can't swing right now because I will just lose the game instantly. It'll be too Uh, much for how it works. Yeah, (laughs) Uh,
0: I remember a specific one as well. Funny another Amonket God, but it was Pat's Scorpion God list. He like I I think it was something that you had, Tony. It was like interacting with Zyrus or something like that, because Scorpion God says whenever a creature with a minus one minus one counter on it dies, you draw a card. And he had something where whenever a creature comes into play, he puts a minus one minus one counter on it. So you kept making snake tokens and they were dying and he had to draw cards and he just drew himself out. Like he just decked himself. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just such a funny interaction because you don't, you know, he's not planning to be up against the Zyrus deck, but it just so happened he was like, I think I go infinite here. And we were sort of looking at it. And we were like, I think you actually just die. <laughs> like- yeah, I think I was like, yeah, you do go. infinite, like <laughs> you go to infinite. it doesn't it- stop. Yeah. 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 Unless you can like kill the Scorpion God or Zyrus or something. But so funny. I love that shit, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do we think about the salt rating on this? For me, it's not a super salty story, but I will say I can see the salt that that kid had and I've definitely been in that position where you play a big powerful card, you know, maybe like like Nick's mana crypt example. You play something cool and you're like, I'm a fucking boss. This card rules. (laughs) And then,
2: you know, late in the game, you're just like,
0: oh God, no, like my come up instant (laughs) has (laughs) come.
2: Yeah. You're always feeling good until you get to that point and you're like, oh shit, I'm at like 17 life and I'm gonna take six right now from my my one own ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you,
3: you just got to go all in the whole time. And
2: then next turn, I'm going to die because that person pokes me with a 4 4. So, oh, yeah. My... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But uh...
0: that is so sugary sweet, though, when you see. The, the loss coming around and you can just yeah. push someone over the edge you're like here's like a 3-3 three, three at your face and they're like yeah. but then I'll take 7 on my next turn and die and you're like oh yeah, yeah. I guess you yeah, will Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's almost always how it goes down too right Like you already see it coming somebody else either sees it coming or, or it just becomes apparent and like they just give you the teensiest little push a little towards nudge. the edge and then you just Catapult yourself off the edge, like.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do love the little extra sprinkling of salt here, where there is a uh, exile and artifact effect that then <laughs> this guy, uh, the kid, gets rid of from a
2: graveyard too, like sealing his fate yeah i love
1: that
2: <laughs> yeah i mean so i'm not gonna good. lie like i feel for them when they were tr- begging the table to remove it because like what else you going to do i, I, I do this that. i think i have done the same thing where i'm like please please bro someone can, please, please bro please someone, get rid of this thing that's gonna <laughs> kill me you, i swear yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, oh man it's like yeah. when someone gets bit in a zombie movie and they're like please help me and everyone's like we just have to Lock you Close outside, backing out, away. Steve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're all just backing away. <laughs> oh man, wow. Are you guys ready for another one here? Let's round Let's it out. Let's do it, yep. round it out, baby. This last story comes to us from our buddy Kago, and this is from our website a little website submission. And this one is called Salty Steve. Steve, <laughs> you guys seen Salty. that? I'm Steve,
3: <laughs> Steve. <laughs>
0: Steve Steve Steve, 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 Steve. Is Alan. that like is that like the voiceover animals?
2: Alan, yes. Alan. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, okay. I do know what you mean.
2: It's not Alan. It's Steve. 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 I thought for a minute
0: you were doing the one where it's like,
2: hey, fuck
0: you. Like those two guys <laughs> yelling at each other
2: from across a lake. <laughs> oh, I do know what you're talking That's about. That's a good one too. too. God, the internet. What a glorious place. I know.
0: It's so good. It has also just poisoned my brain where I'm just yeah. like you know, I'm just like a, a collection yep. of memes that walks around. <laughs> yeah, a moving meme. A moving meme box. Yeah. <laughs> so this one goes This story is a few weeks in the making and involves an LGS regular. For the sake of the story, I will call him Steve. Steve is a self proclaimed aspiring judge, despite frequently screwing up many rules interactions, which is the source of my salt in all of this. First instance, I was playing a game with my Vorel of the Hull Clade all foiled deck. Ooh, we love the bling. Mm. And was dominating the board with a loaded up tangle wire. I broke parity on the tangle wire with a ley line of anticipation, which allowed me to cast spells and activate abilities before I tapped all of my permanents. And the tangle wire had over 20 counters on it. If you guys don't know what Voril of the Clade does, it doubles the number of counters that's on a permanent. Oh. So you could get the Tanglewire up there pretty high. Oh, we'll read these in a minute. Oh, disgusting. Isn't that fucking gross? The first time I read this story, I was like, is this an error? And then I looked up what Voril does, and I was like, oh, that's fucked up, actually. Oh. <laughs> Steve tries to disrupt my board by casting a spell to destroy Tanglewire. I activate a ring of three wishes to tutor up a counterspell, and I cast it in response. Steve says, you can't do that. Once you activate the ring, you can't do any more things. The table agrees with his faulty ruling and I don't end up countering the spell. Another instance with this player. I was playing another game with Steve and had lightning greaves on a creature, giving it shroud. I go to sacrifice the equipped creature and Steve interrupts, you can't target it. It has shroud. Sacrificing doesn't target. It does not. And he says sacrificing targets. I go no, and even if it did, I could just move the Greaves over to another creature and then sack it. Oh, well. He and I go on to target each other for the remainder of the grueling five-person game. It is so salt-inducing to be belittled with rules, corrections, in quotes, from Steve when he has never offered a correct opinion. Ugh. Thanks, Kygo. Yeah, this is salt. This is it. This, this, is, is, this is, it right is real here. salt right Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is it. Ow. Yeah, I, I fucking hate this dude. So yeah. with that first one, the fact that the whole table agrees makes me like so furious. Like like <laughs> it's, it's one thing for a, an idiot at your table to be like, hey, you can't sacrifice this. And you have to be like, no, 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 I can. It's another when the other two people at the table are like, yeah, you can't do that. And you're like, oh, my God, guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> what yeah. is this? Oh.
2: I think he said you wanted to read uh, some of the cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let, let's hit some of these cards real quick.
0: I think people should just know the spicy interaction. I don't know that they should. Portal <laughs> of the Hull Clade costs one, a green, and a blue, so some Simic bullshit. It's a legendary creature, human merfolk, and it's a 1-4 with an activated ability that says, pay a green, pay a blue, tap it, double the number of each kind of counter on target artifact, creature, or land i need to build that deck tangle wire is a lovely little stacks piece uh costs three mana to cast and it has fading four so this artifact comes into play with four fading counters on it at the beginning of your upkeep you remove a fading counter from it and if you can't you sacrifice it at the beginning of each player's upkeep that player taps an untapped artifact creature or land they control for each fade counter on tangle wire so typically tangle wire hits Goes to the next person's turn. Uh, They have to tap down four things, another four things, another four things back to you. It goes to three. You tap down three things and then everybody taps down three, two, one, and then it's gone. Uh, But when you're doubling the counters on it and you get it to over 20 counters, you're just completely locking out the board state. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is very salty. I will say not salty enough to lie about rules interactions. No, no and and yeah. say that someone can't counter something but that is incredibly
2: salty dude But like, yeah. what a what a play that's brutal it's looking brutal yeah I mean, it's making me think such bad thoughts <laughs> yeah do not <laughs> please do not build this tony <laughs> don't do it tony i really want to make a millennium calendar deck uh that's that's different that would be fine yeah well that's what you say now but i'm like oh but this is in it because then i can like control like the ability to like
0: a Voral deck yeah probably or something that untaps
2: no oh, yeah for sure i wanted to be yeah. this moral deck. <laughs> like i was like oh i didn't even think of that I re- <laughs> this is like an old commander like have been around for a while yeah but it just doubles the counters right so it's like there's a lot of interesting bullshit i could do with that anyway oh, i digress <laughs> i want to like turbo into like millennium calendar kill everybody on turn like three or four <laughs> Uh, like, how can I best do that is what I'm looking for right now. In Simic, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Easily. this is my degenerate Simic deck. Everybody gets one. Yeah. Or two, apparently. <laughs> well,
0: I'm going to have like three or four soon. It's funny because I'm like building a pre-con Simic deck, but it has Voral of the clade and it's going to have Millennium Calendar in it. Just in the mm. 99. I'm not like turboing that shit out, but it is in there. Yeah, I want it to be the soul win con. You know, sometimes nice. on this show... I like read cards, and Tony is super quiet afterwards. And I can tell he's like brewing (laughs) evil years are churning. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just like, huh? Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, this is gonna be bad for us in a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Have you guys ever Uh, encountered
0: someone who's like weirdly rules lawyery like this, but always wrong?
2: I, I feel like the thing that really kills me with these things is sometimes it's on like really basic things. That I I know, and they question, and and I question myself. I'm like, have I been doing it wrong? Do tokens (laughs) not actually hit the graveyard? Am I an idiot? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, no, no, this is how it goes, and it's hard to like have that confidence in the moment of like, especially when other people start to jump on it, and you just gotta really stand firm. And I think it's important to do that, even if you like know that it's like gonna be more efforts or this that or the other thing, because like all those people are now doing that in every other game they play. Like, they'll take yeah. it as as gospel, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't say I've had it in any recurring fashion, really, but, like, I've definitely seen it happen, and I do my best to stand strong in the moment, but it's not always <laughs> easy.
3: Yeah. I do think one of the best things you can do is just be like, can you show me anything that backs that up, basically? Yeah. Like, can you show me a rule? Can you show me a ruling? Can you show mm. me something on Gatherer or, like, maybe like a a post like a reddit post with the top comment yeah <laughs> like maybe <laughs> but like more so like some actual stuff because there's so much content and like judging and ruling out there uh that tells you a lot of stuff and basic things are like tricky because i don't know sometimes those don't have rulings because they're like so fundamental but even usually those are you're good to find something if you just do a quick
0: search yeah yeah, I am not afraid to pause the game and look up a rule. And I think sometimes people are because they want to just keep things flowing. But if something is that wrong and that pivotal and then it's like costing you a game, yeah. be like, guys, this is important to me. I really would like to look up a ruling. Yeah, let's or just get it right. Call over the store owner or something like that. If you're at an LGS, like they can kind of be a judge sometimes like there there are things that you can do to push back that keeps the game flowing some extent, but also get to the answer that you need so you can keep moving with the correct yeah. rules in play.
2: I feel yeah. like at MLGS, you could also lean back in your chair and say, Judge, and see if it yeah. works people so, will people will come over, will come over. not judges <laughs> exactly yeah, that's definitely. what i'm saying it's like, that's how you get your support like if the pod isn't providing it you just give a little casual lean back judge <laughs> and yeah. see what uh, see who who's summoned uh with that singular word you know it's just the store owner like you got to keep it down man you can't yeah, keep not. shouting judge
0: <laughs> dude i do love being at like live events at like conventions where people yell judge like that. Cause yeah. some people fucking go hard well, yeah. and they're like yeah. and, you're like, and I love whoa, whoa, I love when someone shit. is like won't do it loud enough
3: and and gives it like a half ass one and yeah. then the person next to them is like <clears throat>
0: Judge! <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. goes for it man uh but you guys did forget that steve is an aspiring judge so i mean pretty much aspiring self-proclaimed, my ass like <laughs> the levels of magic knowledge like you got you
3: know level three judge level yep. two judge level one judge normal players new players Aspiring judge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Self proclaimed aspiring judge. Yeah. Yeah. A judge without the paperwork is is just a a con man. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Just a snake oil salesman. I swear I'm a judge. I I just don't have the license on me, but I swear I can practice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. What do we think about the salt rating here on this one? I mean, it's such high salt, dude. The, yeah, if this good. shit was going on in a pod with me, I would grind that game to a screeching halt and look at the exact <laughs> rule and cite like the paragraph in the subsection. I would not let this moment go by. And if the entire yeah. table was like ganging up and being like, nah, you can't counter it. I'd be like, I get that you guys are salty right now, but let's not bend the rules just to fucking get through my crazy <laughs> tangle wire combination here. You know, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, like, let, let's be real. Just scoop. Just scooping. we can be done. I have yeah. literally started reading the Magic rule book recently
3: because I was like, I feel like oh, I want to know this stuff. Worried. I love that. <laughs> and... <laughs> you're an aspiring judge. Yeah, self-proclaimed. Um, <laughs> it's only like 200 pages. But, like, the only thing that I feel like is a defense against this is, like, knowing your shit, which is hard to do, too. Like, yeah. Tony, you were saying that, like, sometimes you even question, like, something that you're like, I know this. And it's like, the only way to to like convince people is to really know it like you can't just be like i don't think you're right because then it just sounds like one person saying something against another person like you gotta consult the documentation
0: sacred texts yes sacred sacred texts
2: dude you do have to yeah the tomes of knowledge is the Magic Rules book like a PDF that exists online? Is that yeah. like yeah. a book that you have? Like, gosh, just, yeah. just get it from your local library. I wasn't sure if you had, you know, twenty twenty three edition. Or no, I don't have to hate print you. it out. I'm not a,
0: I'm not a crazy person. It's on.
3: It's <laughs> just from
0: the internet. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. As Mike is hastily covering up papers behind him. I'm not a crazy
3: person. <laughs> I didn't print you know, it out.
0: It's like pinned up against my wall with like <laughs>
3: lines pointing between different <laughs> subsections.
2: <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it might be that time of the week. Ooh. Ooh. Is it the time of the week that comes? Every week? Every week, baby. But lay it on me. What is it? It's the time of the week where we say, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike,
0: Mike. What's the salty card of the week? Salty card of the week this week. I'm a salty girl in a salty world. Life is plastic. (laughs) 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 I can't sing it seriously. (laughs) Uh, It's good. It only needs the one verse, the one line. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even. I can't even do it, man. Um, (laughs) But. I I still appreciate the request. This one came to us from our pal, Royal Flood. Thank you for the request, Royal Flood. Uh, I might spruce that up in post because I I could not get through it without cracking up. (laughs) (laughs) Or we may
1: not.
3: Yeah, or maybe we don't.
0: You never know. (laughs) Mike, hit us with that salty song of the week. I mean, hit us with that salty card. I up. was
2: gonna say he's gonna give us the salty card. Mike, like. can you
0: sing for us now? I did mine. mine. And then oh. Tony, it'll be your turn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Uh well, thank you for that lovely salty song of the week. The salty card of the week is Collector Oof.
0: Oh, my little buddy, my little friend. Little oof. I'm surprised we haven't done this one.
2: Right. And he's never he's never there when I want him there. He's one in a green
3: for a creature oof activated abilities of artifacts can't be activated is a 2 2 just your general everyday run of the mill hate
2: bear mm. so good tony how do you feel about this one i don't i feel like it's never around when i want it around this is one of those cards that like definitely goes both ways where it's like Sometimes you love it and sometimes you hate it. And I think that's true for every player and like whether they're willing to admit it or not, like there are definitely scenarios where you're like, nice there. You're shutting out my opponent. But I feel like at least with the play patterns within our own group, I feel like it's just never around when I fucking want it around. And then Sam will just like casually throw it down and be like, whatever, (laughs) it'll give me some kind of value. And then I'm like, great. Oh, this is fucking great. And it's not like, totally crushing me but it's like definitely annoying enough you know it's yeah. like i am never like god this is the worst thing ever but i'm always like god damn it like fucking oof and it's so oof. common to forget about it you know oof. to just like go to crack a treasure or something and just be like actually i'll go fuck myself i can't do that <laughs> yeah this is not for me right now yeah i'm very like Bleh. i don't like hate it but i'm, I'm not like yay like fucking oof <laughs> And Sam's going to be like, oh, my God, it's OOF.
3: (laughs) Sam, how do you feel about OOF?
0: Oh, my God, it's OOF. (laughs) I love Collector OOF. I love this little guy. Two mana, two, two, shuts down all the artifacts. It's like the best version of Null Rod, in my opinion, uh, because Mm. you can tutor to the battlefield with all these lovely green tutors we have, like Greenson, Zenith, Court of Calling. Uh. finale of devastation it's so fun to just surprise somebody with a little collector oof court of calling combo and really shut them down i will say we really only ever play this in cdh and only really see it in cdh because it is a stacks Mm. piece right yeah i think if i saw it in a casual game which i don't often i think i'd be a little bit bummed because shutting down artifacts can sometimes just completely shut down somebody's deck but also at the same time like your, your deck should be able to remove a 2-2, but I mean, there are going to be some games where an oof comes down and you just get locked out, like, yeah. and that that shit is frustrating, so I see yep. why it gets so much salt, because I think it is one of those stacks pieces that does sometimes appear in casual lists, especially, like, enchantress lists and stuff like that, where they're completely off artifacts and they don't give a shit if they shut down artifacts. Hmm. In CDH, it's a fucking banger, dude. I'm yeah. I'm not on it in any decks right now because I'm kind of doing a a little bit of a stacksless life these days. But it's so good, oh, man. When you land it and you shut down three other people, there is like no better feeling. Like the perfect stacks piece at the perfect moment. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> How do you feel about it, Mike? Uh. I do not like this card. (laughs) uh... (laughs) It's been a while since you've been salty about the salty card of the week. I I just have to point out, I think for the most part, you're pretty good natured about that shit. I just,
3: I have never played this in a deck that wants to play it before. So I'm always seeing it across the table. And one of the things that I hate the most about it, like Sam said, we're usually seeing it in CEDH, but. It's a creature on two and creatures on two are a terrible, terrible thing to be getting tutored for, especially in like Naya, for example. Yeah, because it could be Grand Abolisher. It could be Dockside or it could be Oof. And like (laughs) any of those is going to completely change the board. And often you'll get confused between one of them. You'll be like, well, it looks like maybe there's a lot of artifacts on board. So they're probably just grabbing a dockside onto. Yeah. And then nope, it's oof. And it's just so much worse. Instead of like going for it, they're just stopping
0: everybody yeah. else. I can't remember. It is is it symmetrical? Yeah. Or is it yeah, just a it everybody, It's yeah. like a full shutdown. The best is when you like court of calling where X equals three because you can do less to like confuse people. And they're like, what's he getting for three? And then you're like, ha, it was just a collector oof. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. I paid an extra mana to trick you. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oh, man, what a fucking great. Great card. I love it. I'm so smiley over here. I can't stop.
3: <laughs> well, let's see if everybody else is as smiley. Get your pen and papers Ooh. ready or your dry erase or your chalk. Or your
1: blood. blood. You already have your stuff? No.
3: No blood I allowed. Do have mine You can't use that. Blood muffin. How about that? You guys remember that meme? No. Oh, I do. The muffins meme? The muffins meme, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could you forget? How could you forget?
0: <laughs> All right, I got mine. I'm ready. All right, flip them. Mine is
2: 78, and mine's 89. Well, Sam's got it. Actually.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: shit. It is 140. Forever. 140. 140. Wow. Yeah. Really? I'm surprised, actually. Not in the top 100. I am too. Hmm. That's interesting because I think that I don't know. I in my mind, I feel like it's a pretty maligned stacks piece you know when people talk about stacks they're like like you don't really see stony silence you don't really see null rod in casual games because null rod like expensive and old mm. and stony silence is kind of bad but like Vector oof is i don't know 10 bucks 8 bucks it's not that expensive
3: i will say in oof's defense there's something about his gremlin-y little art that makes him a little bit adorable (laughs) and is like slightly redeeming as well i think that probably is helping keep him out of the top 100
0: he's just a little guy (laughs) he's just a little gremlin-y just a little guy he also gets bonus points because i'm pretty sure in discord there is a big oof gif that's in discord's gif library that is just the art For Collector Oof with like a rainbow color change on it. It just says Big Oof. Amazing. (laughs) Well, that wraps it up for the Salty Card of the Week. Thanks for playing. Well, thanks, Mike. That was a lovely Salty Card. And thank you to our Salt Packet Plus tier members for tuning in every single week and supporting us. We really do appreciate it, y'all. And You know we got to shout them out at the end of every single episode. And I'm going to do that now. This week we have Rothbox, Bathroom Entity, Bobo Fett, randon mouse cop chameleon captain cross clearbrook doug's dad firehawk ash ebes joe danson pez and Vok. thank you for all your support we really do appreciate it thank you thank you guys thank you and thank you to all the other prospectors out there for tuning into another episode of the howling salt mine and listening every single week we really do appreciate your support if you're hanging for more howling salt mine check out our patreon patreoncom slash howling We have our extra salt show that we're doing once a month. We have our stray grain series that we're putting out bonus shorts, all the little tangents that don't make it into the show get put there. So you're getting extra content from us pretty much every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. We also have a thriving discord community where we're doing monthly game nights. And actually now we have weekly community game nights every Thursday that the other prospectors are coordinating and hanging out and jamming. People are building lists. We're having debates. We're critiquing each other's cards. We're talking about spoilers. And that never seems to end because we're always getting a new set. It's a really, really fun time. So come check it out if you want to have some more of that Howling Salt Mine in your life. Another thing you can do to help out the show is to send us your salty stories, whether you're sending them to us through our website, which is thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com, or you're sending it to our Gmail, which is thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com. Another thing you could do is send us funny Reddit posts. We're getting Reddit back into the show every single week. So if you see something, tag us in it, send it to us. However, we'll reach out to that OP and try to get that on the show. Another way you can support the show is to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app of choice. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you. That helps us stick out in the algorithm and helps new prospectors find the show. Check out our merch on the Bonfire Store. I won't go through it, but we've got a bunch of awesome stuff up there, including our new Pizza the Gathering design. And lastly, we got to shout him out every single week. Our amazing friend, J.D. Burnett, for gifting us this beautiful podcast art that we rock every single week. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo. He's a really cool guy. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Indeed. Well, thanks, everybody. Stay salty, and don't forget to draw an additional card during... Your draw step. It's, the howlings of
1: the howlings
0: of it's hard because like when I'm on camera, I want to see my mouth. You know what I mean, but like audio is best when the same. I mean, I want to see your mouth when you're on camera too. Oh, dude! dude. Oh Oh. Oh, no! Oh, dude! There's a ladybug on my microphone. I was gonna say
2: there's like a ladybug or something on your. It's freaking me out. It's
0: drawn to the story.
2: Oh, don't eat it, Sam. Gross. Oh, whoa.
0: You can't tell me what to
2: do. (laughs) Spit it out.
0: It escaped from my snack jar. Yeah, I'm like a dog and you're trying to get it out. Out, Sam. Mm, mm, No.
2: It's resting me to the ground. Locked in, baby. What do we got? We got Sam's 78. not even flipping. Is he's right? Fucking changing you it. To,
0: you have to read.
2: He's, he's changing right. it. Show us Sam. Hold on, She's guys. He's changing it. Or you're cheating. are changing
3: it. Stop! 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 He's every spotted. moment it's off camera. Can Sam can you please shut up cheating. for a second?
0: Beautiful podcast art that we rock every single week. Oh God, I'm joking. That we rock oh. every single week.
2: <laughs> Just choking on your love of uh J D Burnett. I
1: am. <laughs>